Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast, or should I say, uh, you know, we are back. Uh, joined by uh, one of my favorite Madden content creators and content creators in general, uh, Scomo. What's up, man? Thanks for coming Appreciate on. you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Scomo is a huge uh, New York Giants fan. He creates amazing, uh, like I said, uh, Madden content and just all around great you know, sports gaming and gaming content and sports content in general. Um, very excited to have him on here talking some NFL free agency uh, some hopefully might get some live reactions on the show here. Right before we went live, uh, David Montgomery just signed with the Detroit Lions, which pretty much rules out a return for Jamal Williams to Detroit, which is quite interesting. And uh, DeAndre Swift's value, I think, just hit the shitter. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, right now the roster has three running backs, technically. So anytime you have three running backs on the field is obviously going to hurt. And I mean... I think Swiss stock would probably be hurting so much anyways, because he was already splitting time. Jamal Williams was already getting, you know, the majority of the touchdowns that was going in there. So you're he not getting literally touchdowns. broke Barry, Barry Sanders record for yeah. all time rushing touchdowns this year. So like, you know, you weren't getting the touchdowns there. So, I mean, it just really depends. I mean, Montgomery coming in, obviously that's going to be a workhorse type of situation. That's going to make Jamal Williams, uh, you know, unhappy even more than the situation that he's I think in. He's a free, I, Scum, I think he's a free agent. Like, I, I think Jamal Williams is not going to come back. Right. I think Yeah. So, like, I think he's just, yeah, not going to come back. And, yeah, I mean, Swift will probably be now just the number two, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how that situation works out. A lot of people on fantasy Twitter now are, like, saying please trade swift but i don't think they're going to like honestly it's, it's a little disappointing because i was hoping if anything um that we would just see williams and swift go back into the season this year and swift being healthy you know become the lead back again because i mean last year to start the season he was the lead back and he was extremely efficient for them busting off a ton of big runs on limited carries and then williams is just stealing all the touchdowns and then he got hurt and then his workload came down and everyone's like, oh, maybe he's just injured, you know, to finish the year and Williams is getting the work. But it seems like Swift's getting moved on from and Detroit is the lead guy, which is kind of surprising to me, honestly. But, I mean, I get it. Um, do you think there's a chance they trade them? Or, like, what would you do if you were Detroit? I mean, they – they it was one of the – it was no matter how many wins they got. They were one of the more productive, I guess, offensive. I mean, especially at the beginning of the year, they put up tons and tons of yards – yeah. They scored a lot of points. They liked having multiple running backs. So I think they keep Swift. They stay with a potent offense. That way they can stay fast-paced. They can keep the running backs going in and out. That's kind of like how they like their offense. They're not going to be able to move the ball that fast and be able to keep that fast pace if they don't have running backs. So I think they keep them. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I, <laughs> I agree. I think they honestly are going to keep Swift. Um, just like you said, just, you know, keep two guys there. I mean, Montgomery can catch the ball, but Swift's a really good receiving back too. Um, so I mean, if you kind of look at it, that perspective as well, like he could be getting more of the third down work, yep. but also like having a guy like him on the field for third down is kind of nice too, because like, it's not a dead giveaway that they're passing, uh, you know, like they could run it. So I think that's also pretty interesting. Um, but let's, let's transition over to your team, uh, New York Giants. Trading for Darren Waller today, pretty much straight up for Kadarius Tony, the pick they, they got for trading Kadarius Tony. Yeah, they did it. I, I think that Waller is going to ball out in New York, dude. I mean, it reminds me a lot, like from a fantasy football perspective, like how he was dominating 
and uh, with the with the Raiders before they got Devontae Adams and everybody broke out and it was like just Darren Waller. It kind of feels like a similar vibe. Like I, I think it's huge for Daniel Jones too. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you feeling as a Giants fan? Like, what are your expectations for him? I mean, you know, obviously since the move, super excited. And I've been absorbing as much information as I possibly can about Darren Waller besides just Madden stats. Um, right. You know, obviously I've, I've seen him play and I knew he was an amazing tight end. But seeing how much he actually got used like as a slot wide receiver is really exciting to see. You know, for sure. obviously the big thing that everyone talks about it with the Giants offense and, you know, Daniel Jones was down the field passing. And, you know, this is going to give something, you know, to add a little bit more vertical threat, stretch out the mm-hmm. offense a little bit. You know, I think we're still going to probably be going after a wide receiver in the first pick. You know, I mean, first round of the draft. So now we're like 25th, I think which is okay. still going to be right around the latest mocks pretty much still have all the wide receivers going like 19, 22, 23, 24, 25. If you could get and your like, pick of the litter, who would you want? I don't know. I mean, was it Quentin Johnson? I mean, he just looks like an absolute – I mean, he, he looks like a monster. He looks like a monster. I mean, people got some worries about him. I think I think there's like two or three really good up there. You know, I don't try to pretend, you know, there, there's some people out there that just stare at tape all the time. I always try to <laughs> reference like Bengal, like these guys that just like sit there and watch like tape for like 12 hours. Like yeah. I'm not doing that, but you know, I, that's the best part is I'm excited about it because the Giants organization is in a good situation. They got new scouts, they got new people on it. And I have confidence now within the organization that they're going to get the best person to fit in. I mean, the same thing with, like, Kadarius Tony. I was like, whoa, whoa, I like Kadarius Tony, you know. But now, okay, we still made the playoffs. He kept on kind of getting hurt. I understand the situation. He wasn't vibing in. But now you look back at it, we just got Darren Waller for Kadarius Tony, and probably at a cheaper rate, too. We only absorbed $10 million or something. Like, that's insane. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I totally agree. I think Waller is a really good move for the, uh, for the Giants. And I think there's a lot of receivers that can make a great impact in that offense, 100%. Uh, I was actually at the Combine. I don't know if you saw. And I yeah, got I to that. see uh, Quinton Johnson in person at the, the media availability. Dude, he's a beast. He's huge. And I think that he's going to be a, an instant impact, like deep threat, uh, playmaking kind of guy that I think the Giants could really use. I mean, like you're bringing back Shepard again. I mean, he's going to be more of a consistent, you know, available target. Uh, you got Wondell Robinson that's hopefully, you know, healed and ready to go. Right. And if you have Darren Waller and you have Quentin Johnson and you have Saquon in the back, and then you can have, you know, Wondell Robinson doing the little zigs and slants and totally, everything. Totally. And, and, and then you almost kind of got a little offense because then you do have Sterling Shepard and Isaiah Hodgins instead of Isaiah Hodgins trying to be your number one wide receiver because that was our number one threat last year that was horrible honestly we had Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins he played well I actually was pretty surprised by him I think he's honestly pretty underrated right now he's nasty he looked really really good yeah and um I think, you know, obviously working and putting in the work and thinking that he's got an opportunity, I think that's going to, you know, resurgence him there. I mean, you go from a practice squad guy to making a team to being a backup to getting re-signed 
like this is his, this is his moment. Like if he's if he's not putting in the work this this summer to be like okay, you're I'm either back to the practice squad or I can sign a million dollar contract. Like you know right. he's not going to be getting this crazy stuff, but like he could lock in for a few years and and, and he's six four. Yeah, you know a he's boy. a big dude. Yeah, so I think you know him not having to be a number one, him being a, a two or a three and have a worry about Darren Waller and a Quentin Johnson and everything else. Now, now we're kind of cooking. Now yeah, we're kind of cooking. And, and what are your thoughts real quick on the moves of the Jones long-term contract mm-hmm. and Saquon Barkley getting the tag? I mean, I think it makes sense. That, I mean, it was like heavily reported that like if they were going to get Jones to a long-term deal, they were yep. going to tag Saquon. Yep. And then if they were going to have to tag Jones, they were probably going to let Saquon go. Um, do you think they did the right thing by keeping both those guys, especially Jones? I mean, I think the tag for Saquon's a fine choice regardless, but Jones, the, the long-term deal, do you have any worries about it or do you feel good about the number? I think, you know, I think 80% of the internet basically consensus is everyone just thought it was a horrible deal. Giving him $40 million was absolutely ridiculous and stuff. But like, I've been saying it in my stream. I got to battle people every day because I go live in front of, a, you know, a thousand plus people every single day. So I fight them with my pitchforks every day his salary is cap hit next year is 19 million dollars 19 million dollars for a starting quarterback next year sounds really good that gives us room to be able to get darren waller and get some of these other guys the next following year it's like 27 million but the cap is also rumored to make a huge increase and mm-hmm. that's just in that second year. Then they're yep. like, oh, well, then the third year. Okay, well, we have a two-year out. It's a two-year yep. contract. And if people yep. don't understand that. It's a two-year contract with like $80 million guaranteed and a $19 million salary his first year. He gave the Giants an opportunity to build around him the first year. He's got to prove himself the second year and prove that he's yep. willing to stay. And if he does then I have absolutely no problem paying for him because once again, $40 million three years from now when the salary cap is like 400 million, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it. You know, like, right. yeah, absolutely. And I actually, I am on the side of liking the contract. I actually think it's mm-hmm. a pretty good deal. Even if you have the entire four years in there too, it's just, I think honestly, I was a Daniel Jones hater up until maybe this past year. Honestly, he proved me wrong. I, I, I think he was going to be like a Mitch Trubisky kind of guy where like he goes out there, he plays fine. He doesn't play like bad, you know, but he's in a bad situation. Things never really click that not getting his fifth year option picked up was a pretty bad sign that he was going to get moved on to another team. But I With think all that being said, player. though, I don't hate Daniel Jones. But I don't think that, like, he's going to, like, be – like, I don't think he's Tom Brady or Mahomes right. or Herbert or Burrow right. or any – I'm very realistic. Every person that I said – every person that says, oh, that was too much, my answer is, well, who? Well, who? We have the 25th pick. We have no wide receivers. We have holes right. that we have to fit. Our move was sign Daniel Jones. Tag Saquon Barkley and keep on rebuilding keep the team. If there right. was someone out there and people are like, oh man, you didn't make the playoffs. You got the fifth pick, you know, Dayball with, you know, Stroud, you know, could be like an amazing, you know, 
none of that. That that's not a realistic. You're, you're not thing. getting Stroud, guys. Come right? On, like, like there's no realistic expectation of totally. what would replace Daniel Jones. Totally. So as much as every and, and I challenge every person when they say they don't like the signing, who else would right. the quarter? You know, who else? It, the thing is, too, with Daniel Jones is, like, I think he, almost his entire career, he's been in flux with his coaching staff. He hasn't really had a consistent cast of weapons that's been impressive at all. And mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer. And, like, when you're building a team with a young quarterback, you have to get them good weapons. Like, you have to. Like, we've seen it so many times now where, like, Jalen Hurts is just okay until he gets A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. And, like, Josh Allen was just okay until he gets Stephon Diggs. And, like, Burrow was just all right his rookie year until he gets Jamar, you know, Jamar Chase comes to town. And he starts balling and like Kyler Murray is just all right until you got DeAndre Hopkins. Like it happens so many times. It just like you need to get your quarterback wide receivers and tight ends that are quality. And now you got you get Darren Waller. It gets a quality option for him. You're gonna add somebody in the draft probably on day one or day two as well. Like yep. they're building. And I, I think that he's gonna continue to progress. So I think it makes the most sense in the world to keep him in Dable's system, who we actually, you know, played pretty good football for this year. I, mean, I think it makes perfect sense with the contract, honestly. And then also you have to look, right? I mean, Derek Carr and Geno Smith both got $35 million a year, right? They're both in their early 30s. Uh, Derek, uh, sorry, oh. not Derek Carr. Daniel Jones is still young. I mean, he's like, what, yeah. 25? And he only got $5 million more dollars a year. I think mean, you have to pay – you have to keep, you know, in fact, the youth factor and the room to grow still. Daniel know? Jones got 19 this year. Derek Carr – so Daniel Jones is getting less than Derek Carr this year. But right, Derek right, Carr right. is getting paid $35 million this year. Yep. Daniel Jones is only getting paid $19 yep. million dollars sure. this year. So, like, it, it's all very much relative. If we got Derek Carr, that would have been a $35 million cap hit instantly. And, like, we wouldn't have been able to sign, you know, or, or been – Anywhere near aggressive, like getting, like I said, Bobby OK or OK Recky, I think yeah, his name like is. He, I, I know he's not a big name, but like that is an awesome player. He's Fast solid. around the ball. He, he we played the Giants played against the Colts this year and he he destroyed us. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's good. He, he's good. He's a good 150 tackle plus season. You know, he flies around the ball. He can play defense. He's going to be our Mike linebacker. He's going to be the heart of that defense. You know, he's right. a young guy. I don't think he was drafted, but like two, three years ago, maybe three years ago, I'll I think. I think he was like 19. I, I want to say, was it 2019, 2020? Uh, he's young. He is 26. Yeah, he's not old at all. Yeah. So, like, I like I'm, I'm, I'm liking everything that Shane's doing. You know, day ball is right there and, and, you know, working everything. Every time you saw Shane, it's Dayball right next to him. You're like, I, I, I'm liking the Giants, bro. The vibes, like the vibes are looking pretty good uh, for New York right now, absolutely. Uh, looking to some other pretty, you know, big uh, free agency signings this offseason so far, nothing too crazy. I will say, we'll get into some trades in a little bit, talking Austin Eckler and Aaron Rodgers and all that kind of stuff. Hargrave to the 49ers, I think, that is was like sleepy good because that, you're just stacking like the best defense already. Yeah, and, like, that was huge. I'm thinking like, uh, most, I was thinking most of the offense. Jacoby Myers to the Raiders, honestly, was pretty disappointing to me before they traded Darren Waller. I, I think it kind of saves like Jacoby Myers value now that Waller's gone. Cause like I was worried like before 
Waller got traded today. It was like, why is he going to Vegas? Like, why does he want to play with Adams and Renfro and Waller? Like, he's not going right. to get his out there with Jimmy G. But now it makes more sense. Waller's gone. There's like, okay, that, that, that opens up a lot right there for right. you. And I mean, right. really don't know what's going on there. And see, I mean, Adams, Adams doesn't seem like he knows what's going on there. He Nobody seems does. very upset on social media. Like, it was wild. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it, it's a it's a strange situation out there in Vegas right now because they're picking, I believe, seventh in the draft this year. And a lot of people think that they were going to get the the last of the four quarterbacks that they stayed there, like getting like Levis or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I think it makes sense. I mean, they still might. But like Jimmy G signed for three years getting starter money. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. I'm not too certain what's going to happen there. But they, they also brought back Josh Jacobs on the tag. Yep. Which I thought was... I didn't think it was surprising, but again, another that's another. You got, you got to tag the good running backs because they're going to want too much, and like because then yeah. you can just reassess like the next year, and like that's like the same thing with like Saquon. Like yeah, yeah for sure. I think <laughs> I think they made a mistake though. They didn't pick up their fifth year option, his fifth year before the season. Which oh I yeah, was a huge mistake. Do you remember that from last year? I don't know like how deep you are into the fantasy world, but like everyone was like fading Josh Jacobs really hard. Because the uh, the new Josh McDaniels is their new head coach coming over from New England, which deploys a committee like always. Right. And then they didn't pick up his fifth year option. And then in the draft, they drafted uh, Zamir White from Georgia, who ultimately okay. did like nothing this year. But like, and then <laughs> I remember too, it was like the first thing of football we got this past year in the Hall of Fame game. It was Jags and Raiders. And then they threw Jacobs out there on kick return in the first preseason game. They're like, oh, they don't give a shit about him. Like, like he's on kick he's return. Like, he, he's going to – they yeah, don't he's care. Done. He's done. Right. But then he, he went and had, like, the best year of his career. Led the league. Like, forced yeah. to keep him. It's crazy. I'm like, what do you get? He got he, – congratulations. Led the league. We're going we're gonna to tag you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't even earn the contract extension for the career no, year. No, not at all. You're just going to get tagged. You get to yeah, stay nice. around. Honestly, though, I mean, like you said, like for running backs, like getting the tag really is not bad, though, because like they get pretty good money on the tag. And, uh, you know, they they're it's hard, man, to get be a running back and get those long term like premium deals like it literally it literally sucks. They got a short lifespan. They get hurt that you can split so much like if you got a good line, you know, you could feel like you should be able to give anyone the ball to run behind someone like I don't know, like. It's 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 tough. You really don't see running backs. That's why they don't get drafted that high in the draft, and that's why they don't get big contracts. Yeah, it's sad, dude. Like, I honestly feel bad for them sometimes because, like, these guys, like Todd Gurley, for example, man, like they they play so hard for their team, and they're like all star. I mean, Pro Bowl, you know, quality players, and their yep. knees are just, like done. And by the age of like twenty five, like it's sad. oh yeah, out of the league, dude. It's it's horrible. It sucks so bad. Um, but any any other uh, you know huge signings that kind of surprised you so far? I think one for me was the Atlanta Falcons going and getting Taylor Heineke. I thought that I thought that was kind of interesting. Like they they have Desmond Ritter as their quarterback right now, and then they go out and give Taylor Heineke I think ten million a year. They got I, Judon I too. They got Matthew Judon too. Like the Falcons have been making some moves. They had a ton of they got, cap they got Jesse Bates too from, uh, yep. from they had a ton of cap room. So like they had to do something. I mean, everyone kind of expected them to maybe make a jump for Lamar, which they didn't do. So like they had all that money. They still have a ton of money left. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of cap room still. There's a lot, a lot of things of still moving. 
we had a crazy off season last year. We haven't like, even hit anywhere close to like really getting into like draft trades and that kind of stuff. We're I just getting people, started, man. I think right now teams are just like stockpiling and setting up and then they're going to start moving their team. So like as much as we're really kind of seeing the front end of it, we're going to get like the rest. We'll probably get some more action. What tomorrow and Thursday, probably sure. then like nothing Friday. And it's going to probably like cool down again. And then yep. it's going to heat up like right before the draft again. Like people yep. are stockpiling up at everything. They'll make the decisions and start making their plays. We'll get some probably two or three trades up, maybe a trade back. It's gonna, yeah, it's we already we already got the the Bears and uh, Panthers trade, which is huge. DJ yep. Moore going out to Chicago. Panthers are going to get their guy. Dude, honestly, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of feel bad for whoever they're going to draft number one now. I think right now it's probably going to be C.J. Stroud if I had to pick one. But, dude, like they have nobody to throw to now. Like McCaffrey's nobody. gone. War is gone. Like, their number one wide receiver right now is Terrace Marshall Jr. Like, it's gross out there right now. They can't. What's their next pick? Don't they have other picks? They're going to have to pick two rookie, uh, like two, like another wide receiver or something, too. Like, I don't know. They have to. They have to. There's no way they don't. Are That's they, tough. I actually talked to them tough. today that they're, they're looking into uh, Adam Thielen, which would be a nice okay. signing. Okay. Wide That'd be a nice wide receiver, too. But like there's we're a few wide receivers out there right now. Like there's still a few people yeah. out there. Yeah, there are. I mean, I, like Juju's still out there. OBJ's still out there. Uh, I, I'm DJ hearing he wants twenty million dollars. Who wants twenty million? OBJ apparently. No, dude, he's not gonna get that. But no, he's, 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 he's not. He's, he's not getting twenty million. But that's apparently what he no, wants. There's no way. Let's transition to Aaron uh, into Aaron Rodgers stuff because I actually uh, not Juju. OBJ is on Rodgers's like wish list. Dream list. Yes. Yes. So that, I think that's pretty interesting. Um, do you think – I mean, we all think he's going to the Jets at this point, right? I mean, it, it would make sense because it would still bring him back to New York, I guess. You know, and he probably just, like, wants that in general. But, right. you know, I mean, my heart, you know, would love him back in the Giants. But, you know, if he's if he's got Aaron Rodgers, that'd be fun to see OBJ to Aaron Rodgers because that could be. Dude, I honestly would love to see him back in, uh, in New York with the Giants. I think it would just be so nostalgic too. Like it would just be such a, like a cool like narrative to see like young Odell on right. the Giants and he comes back all like war torn, seasoned veteran <laughs> Odell. Like he has gone through it. He went to Cleveland when they experienced the bigger Mayfield nightmare. Went out to LA, won a Super Bowl, tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. You know, it's that was that was sad, dude. Honestly, he, he was play. having a great. He could have almost been MVP of the Super Bowl if he didn't tear the ACL right yeah, game. Dude. Seriously, seriously, he, he, was, he was going off. I actually, I, a lot of people on NFL Twitter I've been seeing don't think Odell has anything left. I think he still has some juice left. Personally, I think I he looked know. great last time we saw him. But I mean, I mean, all I've seen is just his workouts, like that he shows on Instagram and stuff, and like you right. really can't tell. Yeah, there. you can't tell. But I feel like he probably has juice less if I if I had to take a guess, you know. Um, I mean, he's really good. You know, like it, it's so interesting because like there's some wide receivers who get older and just fall off a cliff, like Julio, yep. and then you know there's some guys. Shout out to CC by the way. And then there's <laughs> um, <laughs> some wide receivers who get older and like kept balling out, like Antonio Brown, even though he went crazy. But like he, I mean, yep. in Tampa, dude, like he was like 33, and he was oh, yeah. hooking. Oh yeah. You know, so who knows what Odell still has? You know, it's gonna be pretty. I mean, Stephon Gilmore just went to the uh, the Cowboys. Does he still have stuff in the tank? I mean, that's crazy. That was a big move too. 
Yeah, that was a pretty big move today as well. Yeah, he's getting old huge. though, but like that's a huge name. But yeah, like, he's up. How I good mean, is he know, still gonna be? Yeah. That was pretty. In- that's a pretty interesting one to me. Like how he resurrected his career because I mean, usually you know if Bill Belichick parts parts ways with his stars like that, it's usually like kind of a death sentence as far as like, hey, like we think your career. You know, like, like you're like, done. You get out. Ahead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then he went over you're to Indy. He he played great for them this past season. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, if he's playing well, I mean, Diggs and, and Gilmore could be pretty filthy. And then also, you know, if you look at it from a, a Madden theme team scenario, too. Right, that's also ex- exactly. Hey, I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan, and I'm pretty excited for a Madden theme team with uh, Pat Pete coming to town. Pat Pete he, signing? That's going to that's gonna increase your theme team for sure. Yeah, dude. Sure. Especially because uh, <laughs> the last couple of years I've done a Steelers theme team, the corners. I've just been, like, been praying for, like, Mel Blunt and all these, like, legend releases because, like, right. the actual – like regular season corners we get are just like horrible. Horrible. Uh, right. It's, it's rough. It's rough. But yeah, I think Pat Pete will definitely help out with that and that because he always gets good cards. But you know, it is what it is with that. Yep. All right. But yeah, okay. Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about them uh, to wrap things up here. First yep. of all, Rodgers, do you think like pretty much he's going to the Jets at this point? Because I think I do. I'd give it like an 85% chance he's going to the Jets. Rodgers? Yeah, I think so. I think it's I like. I thought it was there. done. Exactly. It's. Exactly. It's not yet. Isn't that crazy? I thought it was done, done. No, it's not, bro. It's not even close to being done, done. Like, it's been like, it's like heavily rumored to be done. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure Adam Schefter said yesterday that the Jets are like cautiously optimistic at this time. Uh, Wingo, Trey Wingo said it's done. Like, it's like pretty much like done. Like, it's confirmed. I thought that was, I thought it was done, done yesterday. No, How dude, was he said? So, wait a second. He said in. His Christmas list yeah. before he said he was coming to Christmas. Yeah, like yeah, you got to exactly. you got you like you got to say <laughs> you coming over if like I'm telling you like yo buy me a present. I don't know if I'm coming, but you buy me one, okay? Hey, you we'll have see, it ready yeah. for me. <laughs> we'll see how nice the present is, and then I'll decide. If I'm right, I'll decide yeah, if I'm coming like, he or literally not. is just trying to get the band back together in Green Bay. He's like, yeah, give me. Uh, I want Randall Cobb. I want Alan Lazard. I want Mercedes Lewis. I want Odell Beckham. And if they like, if you get them, I'll probably come. And then it's I thought crazy. he was coming. I thought he was already gone. No, so, but, but, uh, yeah. To answer that question, yeah, yes, right. I thought he was gone. So yes, I think he's going. <laughs> yeah, I think he is too. I, I don't think at this point, like we're so deep in it, like I, I don't see a world where he returns to the Packers after all this. And he's actually he's going on Pat McAfee tomorrow, which is I think he you know, is. I don't know anything about Pat McAfee's show, but he oh, usually yeah. comes on on Tuesdays. Yeah. Yep. So Aaron Rodgers Wednesday tomorrow. I, I feel like this is the moment. Like I feel like it has to be like the the decision. Does he do like Aaron a LeBron? Rodgers. I'm taking my talents. I hope so. <laughs> if, if he says those words, that'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. Bro, that'd that. be hilarious. That'd be it good. Would be hilarious. But yeah, I definitely think he's gonna head over there. And that that dude, that division is gonna be so exciting. Because, like, you know, Ramsey's on the Dolphins now, too. I mean, we're going to get to see Rodgers in the Jets with Gary Wilson and company on offense go up against Josh Allen and the Bills and that really good defense and New England's defense and then Miami with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard like twice right. a year. Like, that's that's six – or, sorry, eight games of that division. That's going to be really, really fun to watch. But, again, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm just pissed in general that the, the conference keeps getting more and more and more <laughs> stacks, like literally constantly with all these good quarterbacks. But, you know, that's whatever. Lamar can happily leave to an NFC team if he wants. I don't I don't know what's going on with him. Like, yeah, I, I, I would have thought that the Falcons would have went after him. I would have thought you would have seen other teams go after him. 
I like obviously then I guess like what if he's tagged and no one else offers him on the non-exclusive tag what how much do they pay him what's the non-exclusive rate um I believe it's like 30 something million like it's it's nothing like uh, th- he's going to get something I'm pretty sure like at a minimum he's going to get a new deal with Baltimore I see like the, the way the way I view that tag like I don't they tweeted about it the other day like Essentially, what I think is going on from, like, what I've gathered from, like, reading reports and stuff is, like, Lamar wants, like, a fully guaranteed deal. And right. he doesn't have an agent. Like, it's just him negotiating, as I'm sure you know. Yes. And I think Baltimore is like, dude, like, we love you, but we can't – like, we don't think anyone's going to give you a fully extended deal, like, a fully guaranteed deal. So they give him the non-exclusive tag so that the other teams can offer him. And I think, like, they're just, like, calling Lamar's bluff. Like, dude, we know no one's going to give this to you. And then after they don't, they're going to be like, I told you so. Like, come reach I told you. Yeah. So, like, yeah. l- let's talk a real number. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I-, I-, I think that's exactly what they're doing. But, like, I think that it's pretty smart on the Ravens' end, but it sucks for Lamar because, like, obviously I want him to get paid. Um, but, you know, I think he's going to come back to the Ravens, honestly. I feel like it's, like, a 90% chance he's back in Baltimore. I don't think they're going to let him go. I, I, even if somebody does offer him – You can't let him go. You can't let him go. If they let him go, I mean, they're probably easily, like, a bottom five, bottom ten team, like, easily. They, right? they, he wants the Sean Watson money, and they're just like, bro, that was stupid. And they're just like, no <laughs> one else is going to do yeah. that. They're like, only yeah. the Browns are that stupid. Yep, and they're like, we'll that. prove it to you. We're going to exclusive tag you. We're going to exclusive tag you. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But the crazy thing is no one's even made an offer. Yeah, that's the thing that's been the most surprising about this. And I've seen some reports about it and stuff, and I think you'll obviously agree. But it's so bizarre how, like, all those teams, like, a week ago were like, yeah, we're not interested in Lamar. None. They all stepped up so quickly and were like, nah, we're good. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy to me. It's like, okay. Here's the thing that I don't understand. It's like I've seen some quotes from like some NFL execs or something that were anonymous, and they're like, if it were just free agency and uh, if it was like just free agency and Lamar is a free agent, like we would go after him. Or like if, like if we could just trade for Lamar, we would go after him. But in this scenario, they have to give him a ton of money and trade two first round picks. Right. But like for me, I don't care. Like I feel like if you're gonna the trade two for first Lamar round anyway, picks, just probably just hurt so bad. On top of all the money is insane. I know, but like I feel like that's actually cheap for Lamar. Like if you were gonna trade for Lamar straight up in the NFL, like two first, I think is a bargain. Like people value you get, the what if just way too much because you think like look at like even like the Panthers and all these teams that are like gonna be trying everything to get a quarterback. It's like you could just go after Lamar. Seriously, absolutely agree 100%. Like, people forget how expensive quarterbacks are in trade sometimes. Like, it worked out for the Rams. They won the Super Bowl. But they had to give up three firsts and Jared Goff to Detroit for Stafford. Like, that is a hefty price to pay, dude. Like, that is a yep. lot. Yep. And, like, stuff like that happens. And, like, and the Russell West uh, – not Russell West, but Russell Wilson trade with Denver and Seattle was a huge haul. Lamar is way younger than Russ was. Like, I don't understand. Like, Lamar would get way – like, if he just demanded a trade straight up and he had a big contract already that was, like, I don't know, let's say $40 million, not 40 like $48 million a year or whatever, mm-hmm. I think he would go for way more than two firsts. But, like, I just don't understand the logic for teams like, I don't know, like, let's say, like, the Commanders or the Falcons or the Panthers or, like, all these teams who are comfortable making big splash trades, like you mentioned, like, the Panthers right. trading for one who might yep. pick the wrong guy. Um, they could get Lamar Jackson, dude. Like, I don't understand it at all. I really don't get it. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think he's just going to stay in uh, Baltimore, but I just don't understand why it wasn't harder for him to stay in. But, like, I, yeah. I thought I was going to have to see Baltimore work to get him to stay there. I think I think it's honestly because with all the teams that are dropping out of the Lamar sweepstakes for some reason, I think like the only team left that would be, like, desperate enough to offer him, like, the world is the Jets. And the right. Jets are already going to get Rodgers. So Unless that falls through somehow, which I thought was already done. So, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll find it's, out it's tomorrow. Possible. I mean, like, right. like you said, you know, if they don't get the entire Christmas list, who knows if he's coming to Christmas. But, right. you know, I, I think it's going to get done. I think it's going to get done. Oh, but, man, I, I don't know. I, let's, actually, let's wrap up with one last free agent. I think it could be pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, today, Rashad Penny signed with the Eagles. Miles right. Sanders is out the door. Where do you think he's going? I think he can land in Denver. Um... I mean, older running backs, he's getting towards the end. He's going to probably get a little work. I don't think he's that old, is he? Isn't he like 25? I don't think he's going to probably move until like after the, the draft and stuff. It's just really going to just depend on who really needs. Yeah, he'll be 26 at the start of the season. He's 25. Okay. Right he's not, he's not as old as I thought. I thought he was closer to the 30 mark. No. So he's probably got at least a, a good two seasons left. Um. I mean, the Bears just lost a running back. Yeah, they could draft somebody. Yep. Dude, imagine, I just thought about this. Dude, imagine if they draft Bijan. That'd be crazy. Ricardo, <laughs> that'd be nutty. That'd be so fun. Imagine that team with Fields and Bijan. That'd be a crazy. That'd be a lot of speed. Threat. A lot that'd of speed. Threat. That'd be so fun. Oh, and then also, I forgot, Austin Eckler. He wants a trade. He wants a trade too. He wants a trade. Where is he going, dude? I honestly don't know where he could go. I think a contender makes a lot of sense for him, like the Bills or something to make a play there. It's all about like really like what he's worth because like once again, you hear this crazy shit and you're just like, oh, they took a fifth round pick. You're like, what? Austin Eckler for a fifth? Yeah, or dude. it's like, oh, they want two seconds or something. It feels like, like he's going to be one of those really cheap deals to me for some reason because he, he's 27. He'll be 28 at the start of the season. He's on a decently... But he's a monster for production, obviously. He's really good. He's really good. It's just the question of, like, what is a team willing to – like, if I were an NFL GM, I don't think I would be willing to trade more than a third for him. Right. You know? So, like, it depends. I I also – I brought this up to my uh, roommate who's a Bengals fan, and he hated it. But I think they're moving on from Joe Mixon right now. I think they're – I think – It's possible. I think they're – Because, I mean, he was pretty inefficient this year. He's getting up there in age. He's still in that really expensive contract. It makes sense for them to ditch him. <laughs> and then what if they just turned around and just traded for Eckler and got an upgrade? That I mean, Eckler and that offense with Burrow be, could be really good. It'd be like, really good. I like well, that. I think it also makes more sense for them to just to draft a rookie. But, you know, it is what it is. I just think that would be really entertaining just to see what would happen. If they literally just like mix in. Eckler, come on in. You know, Eckler, Eckler for Mixon, if they just get rid of that, that'd be cheap for him too. Yeah, yep. I like that. I that'd be like pretty it. cool. That'd be pretty cool, I think. I also think Denver makes sense too, like I mentioned, with like uh, Miles Sanders. They need a running back. I mean, I like Javante Williams a lot, but it feels kind of like J.K. Dobbins from this past year. Like, I don't know how if you know how bad Javante's knee uh, injury is. Like He has an ACL tear, but he okay. also, he also like damaged his LCL and tore his MCL too. Yeah. Like he's gonna be out for a minute. Like like J.K. Dobbins this past year. Like he was ready. That's for way too much. Run. That's no, way really. too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's it's a pretty extensive injury. So I like and the Broncos have been vocal, like saying like like we are adding to the running back position this year. 
Um, so I'm, I'm pretty interested to see if he could land somewhere like that. Um, but I'm not too sure. I actually, I never mind. I, I just remembered. Um, it's not ruling it out, but they, they actually signed uh, Samanje Piran from Cincy. Oh, Piran. Okay. He's he still young too. So that's I mean, pretty what he's on his third. He's going to be his third year. I think he's uh, a little older. Is he than 2020? That. Let me see. Samanje. He looks a lot older than he is. I know that he has a big beard. He is, uh, he's 27, dude. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think, I think he's an interesting signing for Denver. I, I, like, I just wonder if like they think that'll be yeah. enough for running back for them to get through Javante. Gotcha. We'll see. All right, man. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Really appreciate you coming on, dude. Means of so course. Much. Everyone follow uh, ScoMo on like literally every social media platform ever, uh, especially on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter, of course. Uh, I appreciate thank you. you. A bunch of amazing uh, Madden content and NFL content as always. So thank you so much for coming on, man. And everyone listening, I will see you guys on Thursday for another episode. Thank you guys so much. Peace out. Later.